Absolute devastation, the most catastrophic weather event in living memory. A plea tonight from a Hawke's Bay mayor whose town is completely cut off to the outside world. Wairoa is essentially an island and will run out of food and water in a few days. Gisborne, Hawke's Bay, most of the Coromandel and parts of Northland and Auckland are also cut off without power and cell phone coverage. More than 10,500 people have been displaced from their homes across the North Island, including, including at least 300 rescued by 12 helicopters from roofs across the Hawke's Bay. 144,000 people are still without power. Army trucks have been deployed as homes and roads have been destroyed, and hundreds of animals and livestock have perished. As we go to air tonight, police have confirmed they have found the body of a child swept away in floodwaters in Eskdale. Right now, residents in the northern town of Dargaville are being advised to evacuate with the river expected to swell around 6pm. We will be with you until 7pm tonight and we'll bring you Prime Minister Chris Hipkins' press conference that's due to happen around 5.30. But we begin our programme tonight with a Hawke's Bay family who has lost everything, including a family friend who is still missing after being swept away in floodwaters. The Beekmans were flying back from overseas when the worst of Cyclone Gabrielle decimated their orchard, injured a best mate and washed away his partner. Their friend Gareth was house-sitting the property in Esk Valley, where they grow apples, avocados, pears, walnuts, all sorts. It was their piece of paradise that had turned into hell by the time they landed in Auckland, trying to get the rest of the way home. In the dark, early hours, floodwaters had ripped through the house, even though it's been designed for extreme weather, elevated on 1.2-metre piles. Gareth was inside with his girlfriend. Mike and his daughter Frederick have seen the photos and spoken to Gareth, who is still in hospital. Gareth decided that he wanted to secure some of our um, uh, more valuable stuff, and he didn't think it could get much worse. And I can totally see where, where he was coming from. Um, but the water kept rising, um, and at that stage, he could, simply could not make a safe. Um, um, he couldn't flee the property in a safe way because the water was um, yeah, well beyond well beyond um, any vehicle um, being able to uh, drive out of there. No boats, no nothing to uh, get out of there. Um, so Gareth and his girlfriend um, sought refuge on our bench top in the kitchen. And as the water kept rising, um, he smashed his way to uh, through the... Um, uh, ceiling through the jib, uh, jib boards in the ceiling. Um, they clambered up into the ceiling space, uh, and when they were up there, um, a 40 foot container took the front half of our house off, uh, smashed through the through the walls of the living room. Just came floating uh, down in the torrent of yeah. water. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So so that so that's when that the house actually opened up. Um, and Gareth, uh, I spoke to him last night briefly because he's in, he's injured as, um, uh, as as a result of all of this. Um, Is he okay though? Uh, don't know. We'll get we'll get to that because it's it's. Um, we think he lost his girlfriend that night. She disappeared underwater. She disappeared under the house, and she's been missing. And things aren't looking looking things are looking great. Oh, I am so so sorry. I am so sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he went to um, hospital 
Um, he's got a broken leg and is bruised, but other than that, like he's in physically okay. Um, but so incredibly traumatised, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he, he told me he's never been as scared in his life as, uh, as uh, yesterday. How did he manage to get out? Did someone come for him? Um, he got rescued by a helicopter, so he managed to get onto the roof. Um, and then, yeah, his daughter, who was in Napier, um, had reported him, like, missing to the police. And so they would have come from that report, I'm guessing. And, and yeah, he was evacuated, so. And so they were watching the house for you while you were away? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gary's Gare, my best mate. Um, oh. And... Um, it gives them a little bit of space out of a uh, out of a one bedroom apartment, and mm. it would work well with us because we've got three big dogs, or we maybe we had three big dogs, um, and they they'd be able to stay in the in, in the um, on the orchard where where they know everything. Had you yeah. been away for long? Three weeks. So be, before we uh, boarded in LA, there was no real. We didn't know. Obviously, we had followed the movement of Gabriel. But we actually had no reason to suspect that it would be the the cataclysmic event that it's turned out to be. So, are you currently where? We're, we're in Auckland City right now because we we landed here and we can't actually make our way back to Napier, so we can't actually assess the uh, damage other than eyewitnesses' reports of our property and uh, photos that have been sent to us. Uh, we actually don't know anything. We're trying to locate our dogs, uh, but not holding um, not holding my breath for that. Everything we had, it's all gone. So the orchard's completely ruined. The house is gone. Sheds, trucks, uh, 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 there's nothing there. There's literally nothing there now. We got sent um, a photo, and you can see where the house is meant to be. It's just there's literally nothing like it's. Not even like it's just underwater. <laughs> you know, there's just nothing under there. You must be, well, you're in a situation where you can't get home, I imagine, at the moment, not quite. And your best mate's yeah. in hospital, and he still doesn't know where his girlfriend is. Correct. And we can't actually be with, we can't be with my mate. We can't be with Garrett. I mean, he sacrificed so much for, for us to have a fucking holiday. It's. Yeah. The last place we want to be now is in Auckland. Yeah. I know this is a tr- terribly traumatic time, but he has he told you, did they both manage to get into the roof after breaking open the jib board and climbing up into the house? Yeah, so, they both managed so to get into the yeah. ceiling. They both managed to get into the ceiling when the water kept rising into the ceiling space they, and uh, they um, had to clamber onto the roof. And as they were trying to work their way from the ceiling space onto the roof, um, only Gareth made it. So that's yeah. when they became separated. Yeah. Yeah. He said that um, a log, like he tried to help her, obviously, but a log separated them. And do you know if there has been searches in the area or if anyone is still searching? We we reported we, this morning when we uh, um, saw the report of um, uh, a body found on uh, Bay Fuse Beach. Uh, I got in, in touch with uh, with the police and they've uh, um, 
take 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 taken all the, all the decals, uh, etc. And they're, they're, they're starting to uh, follow up with uh, with uh, Gareth. Um, but he lost his phone. He's got. I mean, it's, I mean, even if he would have had his phone, it's incredibly hard to get in touch with anyone in in, um, in Napier at the moment, or maybe the wider Hawks Bay. Yeah, so we don't know. We don't know. And I was speaking there to Mike and his daughter Frederique, the Beekmans, and our hearts go out to them and their extended whānau.